morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Monday, February 27th. On this date, 101 years ago, the U.S. Supreme Court upheld the 19th Amendment. Do you know what right that amendment provided? I'll have that answer coming up. But first, let's see how our Monday forecast looks over at the Live 5 First Alert Weather Center. All right, be careful headed out the door here early on our Monday morning. I'm meteorologist Joey Silvine. Some dense fog early today going to sunshine. We'll warm from the 50s and 60s this morning into the upper 70s at lunchtime, 80 or above this afternoon. So warm day, southwest breeze at about 10 to 20 miles per hour today. 83 mostly sunny Tuesday, mostly sunny 84 Wednesday. Just a small chance of rain on Thursday at 83. Friday will be windy as our next cold front approaches. Could see one or two showers or storms in the afternoon or evening and behind that cold front will cool down a little bit upper 60s and low 70s for the weekend with lots of sunshine you're listening to morning y'all your local headlines and first alert weather forecast powered by the low country's news leader live five news now let's get to your morning headlines live five news starts now with breaking news And that breaking news out of North Charleston, where a crash has closed down the east and westbound lanes on Rivers Avenue from Remount to Aviation Avenue. The North Charleston Police Department is also reporting power outages in that same area. Our Samantha Popovics is live from the scene. Samantha, what can you tell us? Good morning. I'm currently near Remount Avenue. Traffic is still being diverted from east and westbound lanes. There is still power out. According to Dominion Energy's outage map, about 340 customers were without power as of 540 this morning, and they're expecting power back by 630. So if you need to come down this way, I would try to find an alternative way because this currently is blocked off. Reporting live in North Charleston, Samantha Popovics, Live 5 News. All right, and thank you, Samantha. Just like she said, Rivers Avenue, a heavily traveled place, not just in the morning, but in the afternoon. So let's go straight to it. Right now, you will not be able to get past this area. Eastbound and westbound lanes completely blocked from Remount to Aviation Avenue. You can see that represented in the purple. You won't be able to go this route. It might be a predicament for some of you that normally take this road. Now, again, this road is closed. You're going to need to use an alternative route, that being I-26. We know there's not a ton of ways to get around this, but to use the interstate, you can use that eastbound and westbound to get around this morning. That, along with the power outages, is going to cause some heavy traffic. Well, this morning in Colleton County, the defense will continue calling witnesses as we start off week six of the murder trial against Alec Murdoch. The former attorney is accused of killing his wife and son back in June of 2021. Last week, Murdoch himself took the stand, maintaining his innocence after hours of questioning. Our Molly McBride joins us from Colleton County. And Molly, what can we expect today in court? Good morning. Good morning. The defense plans to call four witnesses to the stand today, but says they could rest their case as early as tomorrow. The state has mentioned calling some rebuttal witnesses, and then after that, we'll be moving into closing arguments. Last week, Alec Murdoch took the stand in his own defense for more than 12 hours. Lead prosecutor Creighton Waters grilled Murdoch about lying about being at the family dog kennels the night that Maggie and Paul were murdered. Uh, other than lying to them about going to the kennel, I was cooperative in every aspect of this investigation. Very cooperative, except for maybe the most important fact of all, that you were at the murder scene with the victims just minutes before they died. 
Murdoch admitted to lying about being at the kennels before 9 p.m. and stealing from his clients, but insisted he would never hurt his wife, who he called Mags, or his son, who he called Papa. At one point, Murdoch blames the 2019 fatal boat crash for Maggie and Paul's deaths, claiming the misrepresentation of the case in the media could have motivated someone to kill. One of the witnesses for the defense was a crime scene analyst who determined Murdoch, standing at six feet four inches, was too big to shoot the shotgun at the angle in which it struck Paul. The defense claims the person who killed Paul was somewhere between 5'2 and 5'4, but the state isn't buying it. Uh, the 12-year-old, 5'2 people that just happened to know that Paul and Maggie were both at Moselle on June 7th, they knew that they would be at the kennels alone on June the 7th. They knew that you would not be there, but only between the times of 8.49 and 9.02, that they show up without a weapon, assuming that they're going to find weapons and ammunition there, that they commit this crime during that short time window, and then they travel the same exact route that you do around the same time to Almeida. That's what you're trying to, to tell this jury? you got a lot of factors in there, Mr. Waters, all of which I do not agree with some of which I do. The state's also focused on inconsistencies between video interviews and his testimony. They ran through a list of people that Murdoch lied to, trying to paint the picture of a dishonest man who's capable of lying to anyone. Court resumes at 9.30 this morning, where we could very well have a verdict by the end of the week, pending anything out of pocket. And I don't know if you can see behind me, there's a line outside the Colleton County Courthouse, 10, 15 people. It's been growing since around 4.15 this morning. Reporting live in Colleton County, Molly McBride, Live 5 News. All right, thanks, Molly. Well, fire officials there working to find out what caused an apartment fire in West Ashley. 24 units were impacted. Thankfully, no one was hurt, but there were some pets who are still missing. Emily Johnson has more details. Multiple units with the Charleston Fire Department responded to an apartment fire near the 3500 block of Mary Ader Avenue around 3.45 p.m. Inside of the Colonial Grand Apartments, no one was injured in the fire and officials rescued three to four animals, but four cats are still missing. And it's a wonderful system we have here in Charleston. We're bringing a lot of units here uh, very quickly. Um, overall, right now, we have about 30 units on the scene, and that accounts for about 70 to 75 personnel. So we assembled a lot of people in a short amount of time to very quickly deal with the situation. The Red Cross was also there quickly to help organize residents and find them the services they may need. Definitely worried and scared. Everybody was, was hoping, you know, that nobody was in the building and, and nothing was going bad. So uh, I'm glad that it was, it was all right. The Charleston Fire Department is continuing its investigation into the cause of the fire. In Charleston, Emily Johnson, Live 5 News. Two people are now in custody accused in a shooting that left nine kids injured at a Georgia gas station. Police in Columbus say that shooting happened Friday, February the 17th. And investigators say they interviewed witnesses and gathered information to establish probable cause in order to issue arrest warrants. The suspects have been identified as 35-year-old D'Angelo Robinson Sr. and an unnamed 15-year-old boy. Both are facing aggravated assault charges. Police say the teen suspect has been identified as a gang member.
White House officials confirm Vice President Kamala Harris will be visiting the Palmetto State Capitol this week. Yeah, Harris plans to visit Benedict College actually today in Columbia to discuss Internet expansion. This comes after the announcement of Governor Henry McMaster and Congressman Jim Clyburn's new campaign to bring high-speed Internet to everyone in our state called Get Connected SC. The, t- the campaign includes a 26-stop listening tour across the state where they want to hear about the challenges people face in getting connected. Lawmakers say about 137,000 households don't have access to high-speed Internet. New data shows national home sales across the country sank in January for the 12th straight month. Yeah, but realtors say the Charleston market is somewhat insulated from national trends. Our Andrew Rowan joins us now in the studio. Now, Andrew, you spoke with realtors, you spoke with lenders. What are they seeing in our area? So the Charleston market is still relatively hot, but they are saying they're starting to see some signs of cooling. If we take a look at the data from the multiple listing service, we can see Charleston County home sales down 41% year over year, Dorchester County down 38%, and Berkeley County also down 23%. Now, there are a few reasons for this. For one, there just isn't enough supply of houses to meet demand, and demand is really high. In fact, U.S. Census data shows that in 2022, besides Florida and Texas, more people moved to South Carolina than any other state. And with that, people need places to live. But there's a housing inventory shortage here. And why is that? Well, the pandemic drove a lot of activity in the low country housing market that was aided by low interest rates at the time. But now people are staying put in their homes. And here's how a local realtor explains it. People don't want to trade that 3% interest rate for, I think today they're up to like 6.8%. So those people are kind of waiting on the sidelines. And that's why we're not seeing homes come on the market and inventory still continuing to drop. But despite those higher mortgage rates, for some, now is just the right time to buy a home, whether that's because of a new move here for a new job or there's a new baby on the way and they need to upside. So if that's you, here's what a mortgage lender suggests. The advice I'm giving to buyers, if you're ready and interested in buying, is buy now. And, you know, everybody has heard this. Buy now, refinance later. You know, marry the house, date the rates. One more interesting piece of data, houses in our area were on the market for about 25% longer last month than they were a year ago. Andrew Rowan, Live 5 News. All right, thanks so much, Andrew. Well, North Charleston is set to break ground on a new sports complex that is coming this week. Yeah, the demolition began on the Danny Jones Athletic Complex near East Montague Avenue back in December. Now elected officials will kick off construction on the new facility. The $25 million project includes a pool, a gym, a volleyball and basketball courts, badminton, five new tennis courts, and a roller rink. There will also be a multi-purpose field to meet the demand for youth athletics. Mayor Keith Summey and the North Charleston City Council will be in attendance for that groundbreaking set for this Wednesday. Well, the Beaufort City Police Department is hosting an event to give residents a chance to get to know local first responders. Now, the Chill with the Comp event will take place today from 4.30 till 6.30. City police will be joined by County, EMS, Water Search and Rescue, and the Town of Port Royal Fire Department. It's going to be held at Southside Park on Southside Boulevard. There's going to be food trucks, games, and a helicopter ride as well.
Oh, it is almost time to get over it. Registration for the Cooper River Bridge run is still open. And if you want to sign up, don't waste any time. The registration price will be going up at the end of the month. Until midnight on February 28th, prices are $60. But once the clock strikes 12.01 a.m., the price will increase to $65 and then to $70 at the end of March, just before the race day, which is April 1st. We have a link to register on our website, live5news.com. Just look under the big red box. And if you have already registered but need some help getting prepared for the big run, MUSC wants to help you out. The Wellness Center will host Bridge Run Prep Clinic starting tomorrow through March 28th. The program will offer each participant a training outline, basic nutrition tips, and other race training guidelines. The clinic will take place on the indoor and outdoor tracks at the Wellness Center. You can participate on Tuesdays between 7 and 7.45 a.m., as well as 5.30 to 6.30 p.m., or on Tuesday or on Thursdays rather, between 7 and 7.45 in the morning. Well, mark your calendars. It's almost time for the Charleston Wine and Food Festival and the first ever City of Charleston Wine and Food Street Fest that's happening this week. This is Thursday, March 2nd on Upper King Street, and they're going to spotlight the city's diverse culinary craft and small business community at Street Fest. The family-friendly block party is free. It's going to include live music and local vendors, food and beverages. They're also going to be available to purchase. The Wine and Food Fest itself highlights highlight South Carolina-based businesses from restaurants and bars to farmers and artisans that are based right here locally. It's going to be held the first five days of March, and vendors are going to take over Culinary Village located at Riverfront Park right along the Cooper River. At the top of the show, I told you that the Supreme Court upheld the 19th Amendment on this date in 1922. That amendment, which had only been passed three years earlier, guaranteed women the right to vote. We lost three Hollywood legends on this date across three different years. In 1993, we lost film actress Lillian Gish at 99. Her career spanned 75 years. In 2003, we lost Fred Rogers, everyone's favorite neighbor, at 74. And in 2015, Mr. Spock from Star Trek, actor Leonard Nimoy died at 83. Celebrating birthdays today, actress Joanne Woodward is 93. Consumer advocate Ralph Nader is 89. Actor Grant Snow is 61. Soap star Brandon Beamer is 43. And singer Josh Groban is 42. Thanks for starting your morning and your week with Morning Y'all, powered by Live 5 News. I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Morning Y'all, produced every weekday morning. You can listen and subscribe at live5news.com slash podcast. And download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.